The Media Files for August 22nd, 2021 is presented by leveldowngames.com. For me, it's 10.08 p.m. on August 18th, 2021, but for you, it's another episode of The Media Files, a podcast brought to you by leveldowngames.com. The Media Files is an all-purpose pop culture review to help you get through those boring water cooler conversations. I am your host, Kyle, and with me is my favorite travel companion in my in the whole world and, and, and the, the best... You were just going to say in the house. In, in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and that's well that's debatable. No, you're by far my favorite travel companion in the house. Okay. And uh the best wedding date I've ever had. Oh. Okay. Lindsay, welcome back to the Media Files. Oh, happy to be here. I've got a question for you. All right. Is your phone on silent? Uh no. Is it in here? <laughs> yeah. Put your phone on silent. Why would you even start this Nobody cares about me at this hour. That's what you thought last week. <laughs> and then <laughs> But we, uh, I do want to say, prior to kind of planning this episode and getting into this episode, we almost kind of planned on going to the movies within the last week. There are so many good movies in the theaters right now Mm -hmm. and movies that I want to see, movies that I want to talk about. There's Free Guy. There's The Green Knight. I want to see that movie so bad. Old. Old. I haven't seen that. And then Don't Breathe 2. Don't Breathe 2 is in the theaters now. All these movies are in the theaters. And I haven't seen any of them And it's just hurting my heart But it's also getting harder with COVID ramping back up That's kind of made things more difficult Theaters are showing less show times And it's harder to get into them It's just been a much more difficult time Luckily, I have had this episode topic on the back burner For months now Waiting to talk about it Waiting for the right time to talk about it And uh, I think it's the week that we finally talk about it Are you ready? I'm ready Let's talk about Olivia Rodrigo's Sour. Sour is the debut album by Olivia Rodrigo and is produced by Dan Negro and was released under Geffen Records on May 21st, 2021. The album's first single, Driver's License, was released on January 8th, 2021, and since then, three other singles from the album have been released, and all four singles have charted in the top 10 of the Billboard Top 100. It's been just this momentous, huge release for a new artist. Very few new artists come out of the gate and have like, like this. their whole album on the radio. Their whole album getting it's at least crazy. some sort of playtime. Even the albums, or the I'm sorry, the singles that haven't been actually put forward as singles are getting some radio playtime and are getting a lot of attention. And so I've got a lot to talk about this record as we talk about Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. It should be said, too, that Olivia Rodrigo 
kind of first discovered and first coming to prominence on the Disney Plus TV show, High School Musical, the musical, the series. Yeah, I never finished it. I never. Well, I don't think it's finished. Well, yeah, but there's been two seasons. I watched the first season. I haven't watched the second. The whole first season. I watched like two episodes. Oh, I might watch the whole thing. (laughs) Okay. We talked about this in the Gossip Girl episode. These like teeny bop shows. I have to watch them and I love them and they're not great. (laughs) Well, I usually do But they're good. But I just. I don't know, I didn't get into And that. this one is good. Let's be let's be honest. This one this show is very tongue in cheek about the source material, That's about it true. being a high school musical ripoff. That's the whole point of this show. And Olivia Rodrigo is the lead in this show. And I remember watching the first couple episodes of the show and thinking, wow, this girl's really good. She's a good actress. She's got a really good singing voice. And High School Musical already is well known for for spinning off and, and giving out lots of good careers to some of its yeah. stars, right? Mm-hmm. Anyways, now here she is. She's got a debut album, one of the biggest albums to come out this year, and it's been totally impossible to go anywhere without hearing some of her songs on the radio, in commercials, on TV, somewhere, they're everywhere. How are you feeling about Olivia Rodrigo's Sour when we're two and a half months out since it's been released? I love like angsty girl music and every so often it just feeds my soul and I'm so happy that this came out. This is I th- I think you nailed on something there too. There's a lot of angst in this album and going through I think it's 11 tracks total. Going through all 11 of those tracks, there's not really a happy track. No, she's stuck with her theme on the whole thing. Yeah. And if you listen th- through it, you know, from track 1 to track 11 all the way through, once you hit track Two. First of all, there's this there's this really incredible opener with Brutal. Mm-hmm. I really like this song. This is where I'm at in my life, and this is how it is. Yes, but going from track two to track eight, we have this big, huge chunk of the album that paints this picture of this relationship that she was in and is now over. This guy has left her, and she goes through all sorts of different stages of reconciling this this heartbreak that she's going through. That's a good way to put it. There's anger. There's sadness. There's ha- jealousy. Yeah, there's sort of happiness for confu- the other person. Confusion, but kind of going into it, and it's it's a lot to take in and really kind of paints a picture of of how bad this relationship was for her at certain times too you really get a picture that this was this was a bad place that she was in but also she's happy to talk about it happy to sing about it because she she does it uh throughout the album and then with the kind of book ends of the album you get a lot more kind of messages about mental health what it's like to be a a budding celebrity what Uh... it's like to be a teenager i mean there's a lot of that going into this and and Not all the songs land perfectly for me, but I think a lot of them do. And really, I think gives a gives a good feeling of what it's like to be and feel like a teenager. Yes, but not just now, like always. Always. Yeah. And that's that's something, too, is that it does feel kind of timeless. She doesn't add in a lot of a lot of contemporary references yeah no, no. tiktok and, and it should be said her songs are huge on tiktok no which yeets, i didn't know no until YOLOs. yeah no, <laughs> no weird slang that we're like yeah. out on she she made some pretty timeless songs in terms of teenage heartbreak and i remember was your heart was your heart ever broken as a teenager 
You were the heartbreaker. I was the heartbreaker. <laughs> Not the heartbreak e. Sorry. I was Sorry to all of you. Uh, I was sometimes the heartbreak e. I don't know that I ever broke any hearts. Uh. Not me. Not with this nose. <laughs> <laughs> that the nose was the heartbreaker. They were like, "Gosh, he's nice, but mm, can't." Not with, can't that, with that. Not nose. with that beak. Um, you know. I remember a time as a teenager when I did get my heart broken at some point and thinking to myself, I'm going to remember what this feels like forever. I never want to forget this feeling because when you are a teenager, these new relationships that you start to form are your whole world. They are. They really are. And it's all you That's can think the most about. Important it's thing it's in your all life. you can focus on. And when one of them breaks down like this, it's yeah. heartbreaking. It's, it's devastating. Devastating is the right word for it. And I remember thinking, I know I'm going to have kids one day. I know that they're going to go through this and I want to remember what this feels like. I think that this is a good album to help remind me what it was like in those teenage years and, and kind of push back into those feelings and be like, oh, yeah, that was a really, really important time to me. But also, she's very candid about this not being like an adult album. This is for teenagers. This is she talks about school. She talks about classes and and girlfriends and boyfriends. And sometimes it does feel pretty immature. A lot of this feels immature, but also kind of tongue in cheek immature. And I like that a lot about it. I do want to say, too, this doesn't feel like a Disney Stars album. Oh, absolutely not. She went her own style, her own way. There's a healthy amount of F-words, I, I think, yes. coming out of this. Some some cursing here and there. A lot of the songs are marked as explicit. The whole album is marked as an explicit album. And Which is fine. It is. She's 17 now, not quite 18 years old. I think she's and 18. Did she just turn 18? I think so. Just recently. Yeah. Well, 17 when the album was released, at the very least. And feels a little bit more adult than a 17-year-old album, but also kind of juvenile in the themes that it talks about. And that kind of makes it fun, too. It felt very authentically teenager in that way. If you've ever hung around teenagers for long enough, this is how they talk. Mm -hmm. This is how they act. They're very angsty. They can be very crude. Some of the lyric, like, word choices, you can tell it's like a teenager wrote it. Yeah. There are, like I said, 11 songs on this album. Talks a lot about being a teenager, being in school. And I, I can't help but feel like there's recently, and it's not that, not that this hasn't always been the case, but recently kind of this resurgence of teen pop idols in the music scene. There's been a lot of, yes. she's, she's part of this, part of this group of, of female teen pop idols that's, that's kind of popped up lately. Billie Eilish, obviously being the, the other one. And some of them have kind of aged out of that a little bit, but at least got their start there. Billie Eilish just put out a new album, Happier Than Ever, which I love, by the way. Um, Lord is getting ready to put out a new album. She's not a teenager any longer, but definitely got her start in her teenage years and, and in that scene. And then Willow recently with a new album, also just recently not a teenager, but that new album getting a lot of airplay as well. And something about this this teenage resurgence, and, and it comes and goes. There's not always teenagers that are leading the pop music scene. But right now, that really seems to be the case. I feel like we haven't had like this many female, young female singers since like Britney and Christina Aguilera. Yeah, Mandy it's Moore, been a long right? Time. The the and and the the boy bands, teenagers in these boy bands, right? That was really the last time that I remember them leading the scene. And then it, they'll grow up 
right? And I fully expect, you know, Olivia Rodrigo, this is not going to be the end of her singing career, not with how powerful this album has been. Or Lord, or Willow, or Billie Eilish, for sure. I mean, these these girls, these women are going to grow up, and they're going to continue to produce music, and they're going to lead that that you know woman pop scene for a long time. I I feel like, and so I think it's going to be another fifteen years, maybe before maybe twenty years before we get a new kind of flow back into that. However, we're really kind of witnessing, I think, the the start of this new influx of, of pop generational talent and superstars, and that's fun to watch. I think if you're looking to see, you know, what pop music is going to look like in 10 to 15 years, this is where you start. We're starting to see the genesis of that now, and that's very exciting. Yeah, I feel like they're phasing out of, like, club music. Oh, yeah, and I was ready for that. Me I too. think <laughs> yeah, um, very techno-y club dance music has started to Fade really out. take a decline. Yeah. But we're also bringing in some of those other sounds that weren't big for a long time and we're getting back into those travis barker has been all over the place he's got his everywhere he's got his hand in everything in everything uh like i said that new album from willow travis barker had a big piece in that the song transparent he's featured in that one new album by kenny hoopla he's in that he also helped produce the album with Machine Gun Kelly that came out last year, which was huge. Songs all over the place and definitely has that Travis Barker slash... Bringing back the emo rock. Emo pop pop punk, I think. And, And there's a lot of that feeling that's coming back into music. And you even see it here on Olivia Rodrigo's album. That's something that her producer, Dan Negro, worked with. He used to work with a lot of kind of emo pop punk bands and, you know, that type of music. And you see some of that in there. In the opening track, it kind of starts out melodic. And then you hear Olivia say, I want it to be kind of messy. Yes. And then it goes, and you hear this grunge guitar come in. People I don't like, and I hate every song I write. And I'm not cool, and I'm not smart, and I can't even parallel park. And you really have this varied tone and varied theme across this album. There is some of that rock and roll on this album. I've heard I've heard a lot of people compare the songs that she's putting out on this album to Paramore in a song. That's a good comparison. Yeah, and if you've heard the song, everybody has, but Good For You does sound like Paramore. Yes. Never even met me. somebody else compare some of the song to of one step forward three steps back i think is the name of the song but compare that to ingrid michelson some of that kind of softer piano ballady whisper singing you know and and it's very soft but it's very cute because it's always one step forward and three steps back i'm the love of your life until i make you mad it's always one step forward and three steps back Do you love me, want me, hate me, boy, I don't understand 
and everything kind of in between. Also, there's almost kind of a jazzy tune at one point. What? Where? There's, I think it's enough for you. There's kind of this, it's it's almost a jazzy piano. Uh, oh, it like kind of swings. Yeah. Be, okay. It yes. swings through a little bit, but it's fun to listen to and it makes a lot of variety. She's not sticking to a, a certain theme no. through this album, which... As a teenager, she's just still discovering herself. And she's talked about all of the musical influences that she's had in her life. Her and her mother would go into thrift stores and just randomly pick out old vinyls that they could find and then take them home and listen to. And so I think you can see a lot of the musical influences that she's had in her life. And it's important to remember that she is 17 years or 18, right? But when this album comes out, 17 years old. That's really young. That's really young. That's a few years after Napster, a few years after 9-11, okay? Just a couple years before YouTube comes out. And so music that you and I grew up listening to, Paramore, Blink-182, correction, she's 18 years old when this album came out. Lindsay just corrected me. But even still, this, this music was... I mean, popular when she was just a baby. So not music that she grew up with, but she's she's obviously diving back into some of that catalog stuff, picking out the things that she likes and, and making music out of it. I think that's really, really neat to listen to. There a song that you particularly enjoy or a set of lyrics that you particularly enjoy? I don't know about a set of lyrics. I mean, I really enjoyed Brutal and uh, mostly the sound in that one. Gosh, I really like that sound. I also really like Happier. I like... Uh, that idea. I mean, we've all felt that way. We're like, I'm happy for you, but uh, I'm not over it. <laughs> I think she says it's something along don't, along the lines of, be. I I hope you're happy, but not happier than you were with me. Yeah, yeah, and and we felt that we right. Felt and there's there's sure. a there's an air of goodwill there, and also an air of mm, don't be too happy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> don't don't make me look bad in the meantime. And yeah, you're right. I, I definitely think we felt that. And I gotta say, I think that brutal is probably one of my favorite songs on the album. I think it contains my favorite set of lyrics on the entire album because it is so tongue-in-cheek to her realizing that what she's talking about is very juvenile. She knows that she's young, but these are things that are important to her, and she's in a really strange place in her life that not a lot of people are. She's dealing with a lot of fame, dealing with a lot of money right now, and also heartbreak. Yeah. Things that regular teenagers do deal with, but there is a lyric in that song. She goes, I don't, she goes, I love people I don't like. I hate every song I write, and I'm not cool, and I'm not smart, smart, excuse me, and I can't even parallel park. Just honest. Very, you know, she she's like, I'm, she feels so bad about certain things about her. This is, you know, despite the kind of heavy grunge sound of this song, it is a very kind of honest song about mental health and how she's going through certain things. Yeah, but also like expectations of how your life is oh, going to be as a teenager. And they're and just... what people expect of her, too. Yeah. She says, if, 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 if anybody says, enjoy my, enjoy your youth one more time, I think I'm going to cry or something yeah. like that. Right. And, and it sucks when you're in it. And you yes. wish you could go back to it. And she understands, she knows she'll get there eventually. But right now, she's hating it. It's brutal, is what, is what she says. I do like that song a lot. I have to say the one that gets stuck in my head probably the most is Driver's License. It's the one that came out 
Traitor gets stuck in my head. Traitor does get stuck in my head a lot. Yes, traitor is is a good one. very catchy, very catchy. But driver's license, I think, just has a very sweet set of lyrics. I also think it has some of the most immature lyrics on the album. But again, the lyrics that made me remember what it felt like to be a teenager going through sure. going through things like that. She says, "Today I drove through the suburbs because how could I ever love someone else?" And I know. forever now I drive alone past your street and we've been there I've been in the spot where I said I my heart's broken I can't move on I'll, I'll never, never. no nope. I'll never move on I'll be 80 years old thinking of you mm-hmm. <laughs> and how silly does that sound it now right so you and I have been now. married for 10 years we have three children our pets heads are falling off I'm just <laughs> but I mean that just sounds so silly now but I remember feeling that way. And that's how she feels now. How could I ever love someone else? Olivia, you're going to get through it. Don't let these boys hurt you. (laughs) And it's called Driver's License. She talks about how she just got her driver's license. Very, very neat song. Mm -hmm. I do think that this is a very well put together song for this album and to give this whole album, you know, just as the first single to this album really puts a nice spin on it. It just fits so well. Nobody else could sing that and be older. You'd have to write it at her age. You have to write this song as a 17-year-old. Yeah. Absolutely. It wouldn't work any other way. It does not work if if you and I write and sing this song as a family band. There are not songs. Family band, please. I'm going to have a family band. Oh, my God. We have some pretty musical children. We do, but I don't know if we'll ever be able to coordinate. Okay, well, you're not invited. Okay. (laughs) Me and the boys. That's the name. Oh, that's a good band name. Me and the boys Mm, hard path don't like that no there are not songs on this album that that are perfect i think i think there's a lot of room for growth um and some of the songs don't hit as as well for me favorite crime i think is a song it's it's the 10th track on the album it's right towards the end and I think she kind of backloaded this album with songs that she wasn't as confident with, like Favorite Crime, Hope You're Okay. And I do like Hope You're Okay. But Favorite Crime is this big metaphor of a song. Of bad relationships. And I don't think the metaphor works perfectly when you're talking about teenagers in love. I think that there are some really weird images that can come up when you're talking about, you know, criminal activity and teenagers and what's going on with those types of relationships. I'm not sure I like and especially in Hollywood, which she's in, right? And what we've been going through with all the revelations of Hollywood and those types of relationships. I don't feel as comfortable with this song. I don't know if that's what she means, but that's what it brings up. It does feel like an inappropriate message to me. To you, but that's not what she was going for. Could have been could have been better packaged, I think. Yeah, sure. Could have been a better packaged song. At any rate, this album overall worked really well for me. Way better than I thought an album from the star of High School Musical, the musical, the series would work for me as a 34-year-old man. I enjoy it. <laughs> Everything we talk about on the media files, we give an entirely arbitrary rating to. How do you arbitrarily rate Sour by Olivia Rodrigo? I will rate it a learner's permit. Oh, that's really good. A learner's permit. Like a driver. Oh, wow. Great work. 
great work. And then that's what I was just saying too, is like, is I think that works so well because she's doing so many great things on this album, but I still feel like there's a lot of room for her to grow as an artist. And I'm so excited to see what she does on her, you know, on her follow-up music, where, where her career goes from here, especially musically, what she's going to do, because I think there's a lot of good. I was just saying... Billie Eilish's second album that recently came out does not sound like a second album. It sounds like the seventh album of an artist. It's so mature for a 19-year-old singer, I think. I love it. I love it. I'm I'm kind of curious to see how Olivia follows kind of in those footsteps because she definitely has a lot of that mentality to her and a lot of the edginess that people like so much about Billie Eilish. Arbitrarily, I th- I think I rate Sour as a good three out of four you. Does <laughs> like that work? That, that works. Does that yes. work? It's pretty darn good. It is. A good and I like, album. I don't know that I like, that's one of the singles that didn't hit as well for me. Good for you. Oh man. I love Everybody that. loves it. It's everywhere. I think that these songs we're going to be seeing in teen movies, rom-coms, coming of age films we're going to be seeing them for the next 10 years we will constantly be hearing these songs even after they're off the radio we are going to be hearing these songs and i think i'm going to make a prediction right now best new artist at the grammys next year olivia rodrigo i think she has it good accurate prediction i think she has it locked in i can't think of a single new artist that's come out that's made this big of a splash but also this successfully has come out so young so talented and it's just boom right out of the gate like this i have to say real quick uh adding at the end sorry but the song deja vu like i still relate to that song even though it's i don't know for teenagers about teenagers yeah but even today we'll go somewhere and like oh we've i've been here before you and i came and we played this game we did this and that and you're like no that was your other boyfriend and like uh, it's been that ha- that's happened a lot it's happened a lot and you're like we watched this movie and i was like no. Lindsay, i've never seen this movie and you're like yes we sat on my couch in my parents house and we watched it and i'm like that must have been some other boyfriend i know and we've been married for 10 10 years over 10 years yeah, yeah. we've been yeah and that still happens it still happens <laughs> Okay, you know what? There you go. Olivia Rodrigo making songs relatable to us in our 30s. Yes. What a talent. That's all the time we've got for this week. And we want to thank you for sticking around to the end of this episode of The Media Files. And thank you again, Lindsay, for your expertise on teenage heartbreak and angst. You're welcome. Tell a friend, tell a coworker, help us grow. And special thanks to Brian for technical assistance. Do not forget to bookmark leveldowngames.com. I'm on Twitter or Instagram at Brucetoph, that's at B-R-U-C-E-T-O-P-H, or at the Level Down Games Discord with the link in the show description. Reach out to us with what you're looking forward to, and maybe we'll talk about it on an upcoming show. Until next time, be kind, be honest, and we'll see you later. Good night.